You're listening to the Dudes and Dads Podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Lehman. Hey guys, welcome back. We are on episode seven. Joel, can you believe, I mean, I say that about every episode, I think, you know, can you believe it? this is the next episode, but really, like, we love doing this and we're glad to be back. Episode number seven, lucky number seven. You know, that's my Enneagram type, by the way. Number seven. I am the Enneagram seven. So is my wife. That's why I'm strangely drawn to you. <laughs> that's weird, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we're back with episode seven. And this episode is called Batman, Superman, and Indiana Jones. I'm on the edge of my seat already with a title like that, Andy. So you're going to have to wait to find out what we're talking about, because first... We want to tell you how we are going to give the book away. We've The book that Dustin Carr talked about yes. last week, the one he wrote, we are going to be giving it away, and we want you to have it. So it's here's... A, it's a treasure, by the way. Dear boys, this book, uh, yeah, I, I think no matter what, no matter where you are in your fatherhood journey, or even if you're thinking about being a father, uh, this is a great resource for sure. It definitely is. And if you missed it, go back and check it out. Episode six, he talks about a framework, just about a letter he created for his boys and just kind of how he can pass the, his idea of manhood onto them and what that means for 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 them. Uh, so go ahead and listen to that. And, and we're going to give that book away, though. So here's how you can win that book. Uh, so for this episode, episode seven, we always post in the link when it comes out. So tomorrow, when you hear this, go to Facebook. And you'll see the link to this episode. We would love you to, we would love you, we would like you to like and share the post. So do both. You have to like and share the post and comment on the post about just anything you want. It can be any comment at all. You can comment on this episode, the episode of Dustin Carr. Doesn't really matter. We just want you to comment, like, and share those three actions on the post for this episode, episode seven. Um, we know some people don't have Facebook because not everyone does and digs the Facebook thing. So we want you guys to be involved in this too. So there is another way that you can get this book. That is by calling our voicemail line, which is 574-213-8702. So again, that's 574-213-8702. That can also be found on the Facebook page and on our podcast page dudesanddadspodcast.com we want you to leave a voicemail there but make sure when you do that you can leave it about anything that we want but make sure when you do that you leave your email address so that way we can contact you we won't play it on the show we won't play your your yeah, we will not send out your, <laughs> your your social security yeah, we, number we won't give your personal yeah. email address to everybody we'll cut that off but but we would like you to leave a voicemail and so that way we can play it on our show because we, we love you guys' feedback and we want to give this book to you so go ahead and do that so we can give the book away i love it i love it giveaways are fun they're a fun time we should do, we should do more of them you know what we need to do is have more people give us stuff so we can give more way, more stuff we, away we can do that i love it i love it so well, yeah yeah, so this episode that we're talking about tonight, uh, we did mention it's the Batman, Superman, and Indiana Jones. And that, again, that's an intriguing title because, Joel, tell us why. It's almost like we came up with this only a few minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, in the uh, course of uh, me thinking about stuff, Andy, I don't know if you ever just sit around and think about stuff. Uh, I try to on occasion. Um, when I have a few minutes, I try to. That's right. But, you know... 
this uh, I mentioned this this fancy term last episode when we talked about executive attention where we think about thinking right it's an important I think it's an important life skill uh, those those opportunities feel few and far between in the station of our life when someone is always yelling my name usually in the bathroom I think that's that's you know where what? we do with this at there there's like Murphy's law and then there's like I don't know what it would be like the bathroom law when Yep, that when you have that few minutes, you can actually think and be by yourself yep. sometimes. And dad, 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 dad. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I'm as I'm just uh, sitting around thinking uh, the other day, and uh, I I want to say this actually came to me on a on a country road somewhere. Uh, I was thinking about uh, how we uh, are demonstrating to our kids this sense of. Um, basically how healthy ways and, and good understandings of depending on other people. Okay. And uh, that uh, be, because recently say Batman, Superman, Indiana Jones, these are kind of uh, cultural characters of a, of just the rugged individualist. Those people who don't actually ever rely on anybody because they're, Very I mean, people. they're the ones who are usually like saving everybody and, yeah. Doing all the fun adventure stuff that they, you know, they're, they, they do those things that they don't need other people. Right. And, you know, I think about, uh, now Batman and Superman in particular. Now Batman, he is, can be the kind of alone unto himself because, um, he's incredibly wealthy, right? So he's got, you know, Wayne Enterprises and has, uh, he's just kind of has this, uh, he can do all the things that he does because, now, now some people were like, "Well, he's got Alfred, and he's got," but like, okay, he's he's going out by himself, doing doing the the actual like saving. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. His, his job, and right, yeah, he has people supporting him, but he does his job mainly right himself. to himself. And uh, and then Superman, obviously, uh, well, he's a Superman, uh, and is really, I mean, really um, a pretty solitary character for the most yeah. part. And, you know, and it's like, man, look at the one individual, look at, you know, he is an individual, one individual, what he can accomplish and what he can do. And it, it sort of speaks to some sort of uh, kind of it's a, you know, a, a mythos, a, a cultural myth that exists that we kind of are, are attracted to. And then, of course, Indiana Jones. Now, Andy, I don't know about you, but I've got a soft place in my heart for Harrison Ford. Who's with me? <laughs> those, those movies are great. I love them. My kids actually love them even more. Like they're, I think more, more than I do. Yeah, and 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 let me just say, I I never get tired of watching them. To be honest with you, but this is this will take us back a little bit. I don't know if you'll remember this. Um, so back when those movies were first hitting. VHS. That's right, guys. VHS. <laughs> Way back in the day. Back in the day, uh, McDonald's did a promo. Ooh. Where, like, if you got like I don't know the number the Big Mac meal, you got a Indiana Jones VHS. I don't remember that. I'm true story. So, because my parents are beautiful people they went to different mcdonald's because it wasn't they weren't oh always, they weren't the same yeah they always oh. weren't always the same so we got all three of the uh <clears throat> yeah all three of that trilogy uh by just some strategic mcdonald's uh visits back in <clears throat> the 80s back in the 80s back in the 80s man oh man i have a memory of that wow so uh but indiana jones no i i love indiana jones some would argue again he's got friends but he's doing he's doing the rescuing 
He's rescuing his friends. Right. When you when you think of those movies, you don't normally just think of all the people that are involved in That's that right. franchise. You think of Indiana Jones. You think of him. Yep. He's doing it himself. Yep. He's overcoming. He's overcoming the Nazi Party or uh, the weird cult uh, or. Uh, yeah, Nazis come into play uh, frequently, <laughs> uh, and you know I think about, but I think about those characters, and again they're they're exciting to us because it's like you're, it's sort of the the strength of the individual, right? And well, and I and I think that that's just kind of a, an overall like when you think of dudes, you're like you want to see the dude who can do it all, like yeah. you want to be the dude who yes. can do it all, like. Yep. But yeah, so th- that's why we we like those because those are the things that yeah that, that kind of play into the the stereotypical idea of what manhood is right. Yep, I think that's right. And and yet, you know, as as I like, I'm looking back here. Your uh, let's see, have you guys had your anniversary or is coming up? It is coming up on the 19th, so it is this month, the 19th. So we're yes. the we're the 17th. So, you know, it'll be 13 years for us, 15 for you? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I think <laughs> I think this is safe to say, I look at uh, the our wives and I think to myself, uh, you know, in, in light of this desire to be, you know, we talk about the, the rugged individualist or whatever, a good portion of the things that I have accomplished over the last 13 years of my life are absolutely not possible <laughs> without your wife, without my wife, without someone else in the picture. Even this show has something to do with our wives because we could not do it without them because we have kids at home. Truth. And they usually are putting them to bed because yep. we record in the evening. They they're doing the main majority of the of the yeah. the parenting while we're recording this episode. They're killing it, is what they're doing, or killing a child, or threatening to kill a child. <laughs> Someone's probably being threatened right now, actually, Andy, as we speak. Um, but you know, I've just been I've been mulling this over, right? And I there's and I'm doing some prep for a message that I'm giving here in a few weeks, and 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 talking about um and talking about modeling this and thinking about okay how how do we talk to our kids about, I think on an appropriate level of self-sufficiency, like, you know, eventually they got to learn to tie them shoes, tie their shoes by themselves. They got to learn to do things by themselves. And as they grow up, there'll be more and more things that they have to be able uh, to accomplish. And at the same time, um, being by themselves or just relying on their own power in life catches up to you and and well and it's kind of a scary thing too as you think about it with being a parent of kids like letting them go and trying to to teach them like sometimes that failure i know for me like i like to i know even well even the other day i was doing something and julie uh said to me like i well she was watching i was doing it with the kids and eventually i just said like here let me do it because it's going to be faster like i'm, I'm gonna do it like let's do it yeah. there was no reason for me not to like there yeah. and in fact it was their project it was something they were doing yeah and yet i i kind of took over just because i wanted it done fast and done right so like right. yeah how, how do we do that not only that but like how do we as as men rely on other men also because i think that that's an important thing too yeah you know i am right now and i'm a little bit so for for me, like right now, I've got a, a group of which reminds me, I got to send out an email to these these fine people. But I've got a I've got a circle of men that pray for me regularly, right? Like um, Andy being one of them. Actually, he's will say that. So yeah. 
but I've got a group of five guys that I, you know, on occasion send out an email to and say, hey, here's what's going on in my life. Here are some things that you guys can be uh, praying for, investing into, um, and and be aware of. And these are, and they're from all kind of different different circles of life, but they're people that I just that I I trust immensely, and mm-hmm. I think. I think uh, are just vital to my like, yeah, to my flourishing as mm-hmm. a as a as a human being. And then there's um, I've just had a lot of really great uh, mentors and people that have invested. And I just I like at the end of the day, it's like I am trying to accumulate a constellation of mentors and other people around me because I'm just. I just fundamentally believe that my life is more whole, more productive, right. more successful when I'm relying on others well. Right. Well, and I think too, for me, like we're really close friends and we chat a lot and talk a lot and text back and forth. But seeing those, that email come to my mailbox, right. I always read it right away because there's stuff that are on the more deeper level than just like, Hey Joel, what are we going to record this next podcast right. about? Yeah. Or, you know, like, what's the weather when are we going to have a campfire next you know right. there's things that you're dealing with on a on a soul level right that you're expecting the five or six of us or however many there are to hold you accountable to right and i think i don't currently have a group specifically set up like that for me now in the past i have and we did it on facebook we did use a facebook group and, the, and we met in person sometimes i think that's important uh too to also get like the face-to-face t- type of thing for Cause you get that there's that there's difference when you're just reading things right, from yeah, somebody for sure. versus sending in and like seeing it, you know, in person talking about that. But at the same time, a lot of times I think that it's easier to, when you're in an email, when you're there to text and be like, Hey, I'm really struggling with X, Y, Z. Right. Versus when you're in person, sometimes it's really hard to say, guys, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I blew it today. I blew yeah. it again. There's, there's a, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Getting, the whole proximity thing of being really with somebody and saying like, man, I need your, I need your help. I, I recognize that sometimes I don't, I don't have that within me. Uh, or like with like you and I, sometimes I've realized like, okay, I've got to be about an hour into a conversation and before <laughs> I'm going to get to a place where I'm like, right. oh, okay, here's the, here's the real issue on my, on my heart or whatever. Um, but you know, the thing I'm, I think I'm wondering about, and I and I don't know if I really just have the answer to this. Which you know, if you're listening to the show for answers, you're going to be real disappointed on this one. I'm sorry, but but you know, we want this show to be a conversation. Exactly. So call our voicemail line. That's right. Five seven four two one three eighty seven zero two. That's good. Because that will you know we want to we want to involve you guys in this conversation right. too. Right. And so I you know I'm the thing that I just really thinking through is like okay how am I demonstrating yes. I want my kids to have certain competencies and to have certain abilities and, and to know how to navigate life and to be able to like trust themselves with responsibility and things like that. And at the same time, um, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, yeah. And I really, really want them to have a value of like bringing, bringing people on board in their life. Right. Well, and I think that that goes hand in hand with us as men, doing that same thing and modeling that, you know, with accountability groups or whatever you're going to call them. And, and I think that that can be, again, I mean, going back to like how you do it, that's how it doesn't really matter. You could even, you know, do a zoom video call or whatever right. if, if you wanted. And that kind of goes you that more face to face, or you could do, do a podcast. Um, also an option. But I think, I think though that like 
as you're doing that with like your kids, it's going to be better for your kids over in the, in the long run because you're, you have that, that outlet that you're able to kind of rely on other people. You're not going to do it yourself. You're not going to, when you fail as a dad, you're going to fail as a dad. I mean, yeah. that's just, you're going to like those days that you fail, you can have those people in your life call out to you, touch base with you. You can touch base with them, say, Hey, let's go get a coffee. And then your kids are going to see that and they're going to realize, Oh, you know, dad, you know, while the movie Indiana Jones is really fun to watch, it's not reality. Like you, dad's, dad's not doing it. And dad, you know, I consider dad, a, a man, a real man. You know, I think most kids do most kids, you know, especially when they're young, think that their dad is the hero and to see the hero in their life, rely on other people. That's incredible. Yeah. So Andy, you can, and you, <clears throat> you can answer this question, but you can ask me this question back. All right. Hey, what? So here, get gird your loins. Uh, <laughs> did, did, would you say that you saw your dad depending like depending on other people when you were when you were younger like does that image do you have that sure. image in um, your mind yeah I, I can't look back and see a time right off my mind that i saw him necessarily having like a shield of prayer or you know like whatever you yeah. call it like a accountability group i yeah. i'm pretty sure he did mm-hmm. um i know he was involved in like the elder board and things like that at church and so yeah. I, I know that there were men in his life that he was close with and did life with and i'm, I'm uh, and you know we did a lot of like small groupy type things um with the church so like yeah. but that was i know with like my mom and dad were both there doing that so that was kind of a, a doing life with other people right. but i'm trying to think back as far as like the things we're talking about and I can't say that I, I can't say that I, I remember that how yeah. about yourself yeah and I'm in the same boat I think <clears throat> like I have a and it's interesting I just don't know I'm wondering if this has well I'll have to get my dad on here eventually <laughs> and ask him these questions I guess well no I think I think that that'd be a great idea I think yeah uh, eventually we would like to talk to our, our own or our own father that could that could go places uh, but as I'm thinking now, I'm like, there was a period in time which, which I have memory of my father connecting with other guys, uh, more intentionally, more, more frequently. Um, I think one of the big, uh, this is my, my suspicion. I think one of the big barriers that my dad had was, is that, and this is a credit to my mom and my dad and their marriage. I think my dad's marriage was in a lot better place than a lot of the other guys that he was hanging out with. And it was, it was tough Right. Well, and, and yeah, when you are, when you are the the person who's doing it well, it's hard to be that only person when you're in that. Yeah. You know, when other people are relying on. My to dad you. said to me in their day, he's like, he's like, when you like, when you go and you're having a conversation with other guys from work, and you start talking about the good stuff that's going on in your marriage, like they they get upset. Oh man. And. And, it, and again, my dad's not a my dad's not a bragger, but like you know, I, I looked. At, I'm like, you know, he just honors my mom really well, and they have a really good relationship. Sometimes, and this is part of my dad's uh, this is part of my dad's personality, but high introvert. Um, he's I think he's really okay with his his friend just being his wife, and that's <laughs> like the two of them. And then they get you know they get the grandkids come over, and you know my brother and I come over and whatever. And like, that seems fine. Um, but I, I don't remember it being specifically exampled to me, like my dad having like a tribe of, of guys, you know, of 
people that were like really speaking in uh, to life for him. And there is this, this sense of uh, like a high individualism, you know, kind of thing, Uh, you know, and I I don't think he was thinking about that intentionally at the time, Um, but it it just kind of like, it's the default. So like that wasn't, I, I'm just trying to figure out, like, okay, that was an example to me, like, overtly exampled, where my dad sat me down one day and is like, I've got these men in my life that are, that are, you know, pursuing life with me and they're fulfilling these roles right. and that kind of thing. Do you think that a lot of this super, this idea is just based on that, like, our cultural idea of manhood and just the idea that men don't cry? Men don't have emotions. Men don't need help. Like I mean, that seems to be a cultural like idea of who men are. And like Dustin last week, you know, that was like when he read his idea of manhood, there was nothing in there at all about any of those things. Like men don't cry. Like there was right. a completely different, different idea of what menhood manhood looked like. And I think so. I think a lot of this has to do with just our cultural idea and. I encourage you guys to, to seek out other men that you guys can do life with. Cause I think that that's, I mean, that's super important, you know, a huge amount of marriages fail. And so uh, even if you are super close with your wife, like I think you need those people to be able to bounce ideas off and talk to that aren't, aren't just your wife either. Yeah. I, when you're not, I don't, man, when I'm not around other people, and other guys that know me well and that I'm not bouncing ideas off of or sharing my thoughts or whatever, like my own, my own ideas start sounding better to me and better to me all the time. Right. Right. And, and it's a, it's like a, it's like a life skill to find a few people in your life. that will be like, dude, you're full of crap. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, you're, you're like, I know that sounds good in your head or like how you're justifying this behavior or this attitude or whatever, but like, uh, man, I love you, but it's just terrible. So, you know? So let's talk about that a little bit. You had mentioned that you have this tribe of people that, you know, a small tribe of people that you have that you send emails to. Yeah. Um, that's your kind of main grounding yeah. place for you. Let's talk about that. How, how did you talk to them? Did you invite them into that? Did you say like, will you be this? Or did you start sending emails or how, what, what was the process in that? So I mean, you, I know yeah, I was, you got the email, got right? The email. Um, so a big thing was like, now for this is for specifically uh, like in that their prayer focus, which, you know, for those of you, depending on where you are in your spiritual journey or whatever, um, you know, you might hear me say like, oh, these are my prayer warriors. And that sounds like, I don't know, some weird hippy dippy, uh, religious <laughs> gonna, language. Yeah. Get a sword and fight. What, is, what does that mean? Um, so I've got a group of guys that basically I just contact and I need, and this is a weakness on my part need to do more so regularly, but I basically just say like, I, you know, I guys, here's what's, here's what's going on in my life. Here's where I am, where I, maybe I'm struggling or where I'm feeling like I'm falling short or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. And they are committed to praying for those things and, and supporting me. Now they're also committed to not judging me, not trying to fix me, um, not and and by the way this is a super one-sided relation like this particular setup i have right. with these guys super one-sided they get my they get my stuff good bad whatever and they and i reciprocate nothing so i i am literally offering nothing in that in that particular component do you have other relationships that are 
either one side or the other way or reciprocal in a, in a circle, more of a matter like a, a traditional like accountability type group. Right. So they're man. So uh, this was a good reminder. Like, even speaking of Dustin last time we were on where, you know, I've got so I've got people that I am pouring into and expecting nothing back in return. Right now, on occasion, I might get something back, but I, you know, like that's within my like within my coaching practice and like things like that. Like, I am there. I am there to serve and not expecting anything reciprocal. And then there are relationships like with you and I, a few other 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 friends, where it's like we are co-laboring together. We are working through life together. And there are going to be times where I'm offering some things, and there are going to be times where I'm offering nothing and just receiving. But there is a a generosity in that relationship where it's like we have no agenda other than we know that life will throw things our way, and then we will just respond together as best we can. And I have no mm-hmm. I have no expectation that you are going to be a hundred percent on every single time, you know, in terms of like knowing whatever magical answer because it's even not even like you giving other people the right answer. It is it is a commitment though to be with them. Right. I th- and I think. Personally, this is where I'm lacking right now in in my life. So I think I'm going to make this commitment to you, Joel, and to also to our listeners because I think that's important. Before our next episode, I'm going to work on formulating something that I can uh, do really because I think that there's it's important and I I miss that communication. Like I've got several friends who are dudes and, you know, we meet regularly on off more like on an informal basis. But I'm lacking that. Yeah group of people that can come around me and and hold me accountable so i'm committing to you and to our podcast listeners that before our next episode i will have something in place to to do that so beautiful and you know that's the uh and so in doing that like i think the next thing is and it's like how do we especially with our older boys like like my sons aaron and josiah like i want to be able to have the conversation with them about hey like your dad has these like your dad has these people in his life and it's really, really important. And that's why, like, and I'm really hoping that someday when you get a little bit older, like now, you know, it's, it's a tough one because I don't, I right now I don't want other, other eight, nine year olds <laughs> speaking into your son's speaking, life. Like, right, like that's, they're yeah. like, the, they're like the, the brain trust of, uh, you know, but I, I do think that, I mean, there, one of the things that Dustin had talked about last week was the idea of, these other men in his life that are, are close to his children that that Dustin trusts right. to kind of speak into their lives, and I think right. that, that's an, important too. Um, yep. Again, this is going back to that book, and if you haven't done the things to get the that's right. entry get, into get our on it, people <laughs> get into our giveaway, which we'll give away uh, next time. Um, but but he he speaks about that a little bit, and I think that's important because you're right. You can't you can't expect you know eight nine right. thirteen year olds to kind of do that, but I think. I mean, Micah, my oldest, is thirteen, and I think that that's something that he's he can start doing now. Right. Um. He can let, you know, have other people, um, probably me approved. Yeah. But I mean, right. like the people that he can get together and, and kind of right. do. And and I know that like one of the things that I really appreciate um about Clinton Frame is we where we go to church is they do have prayer warriors, prayer yeah mentors, whatever. I think, yes. Yeah, mentors that that yeah. pray for children. It's so, like when yeah. they. A family comes to the church or a kid is born, right. they get assigned a prayer mentor whose sole job is to pray for that child up and through high school. And I, and I appreciate that. I'm a prayer warrior for a child um, who will actually, he's in high school now. Yeah. But, um, and, and all of my kids have that. 
And so I think that like, that's super important because that's another adult that can speak into their life. Right. Um, obviously like I didn't really know my kids prayer warriors when they start, when we started, but yeah. I, I, you know, appreciate all the things that they've done for them. Um, and, and kind of been able to speak in, into their life. So I think that that's one of the things that you can do as adults is kind of find other people, adults to speak into their lives. So that way they have other, other adults yeah. yep. in that. And this, this, yeah. And I think that's a great way. Like, as you're mentioning that, I'm like, well, that really, that, that in of itself models for them that you're not, you're not like, I'm just going to be the super parent and, you know, I'm going to knock this out of the park by myself. Right? We, can't, we can't do that. No, absolutely not. It does take, it absolutely takes a village. I, I love, and when, as you speak with our, with our, our faith, uh, community that we have and how we do that, like for, for my role, as I'm thinking about youth and young adults, I mean, the, the goal is, is that they have five significant relationships with somebody through that period of their life that are not mom and dad. And in doing so, you create all these interconnected relationships of support um, where, man, where they just, they feel like, oh, like I've got a lot of good things speaking into my life. I don't have to go at this alone. And to be honest with you, this has been my experience so far. Like, and I'm reminded of this, by the way, as all these college students are coming home from for a break right now, uh, conversations with mom and dad after they've been out on their own for a little bit can be tough. They can be super oh, hard. I'm sure. Uh, and it's like, uh, but conversations with other, another adult are way less, way less intense and yet still helpful. Well, and those adults can ask the tough questions like, okay, so like, how is your faith at school? Like, how are you doing in life? Like, what does, what does this look like? Where's mom and dad saying that? Like, they're going to be like, get get off my, get off my case. I am not going to speak to you. That's right. So no, I think that's super important to do those those relationships like that. Yeah. And you know, we, uh, we are, we're so connected and yet we're so alone and, and that just, you know, thinking about where technology is and not, and I'm increasingly not someone to throw. I think if you blame technology, you lose. I think, I think technology is a vehicle that, that unearths, unearths, uh, our, just our, our human condition, our, 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 our propensity toward, um, giving a false self and not the real self and, and whatever. But we, we've been, we've been faking it and we've been hypocritical, faking it, putting on masks, all those sort of things for a long, long time. It's just, we have another vehicle here that just like helps us do that more efficiently. Right. Sure. Well, and, and so let's talk a little bit about when we talked about this idea of your tribe and your people that you can rely on and do life and kind of keep you accountable. But like, as you and I, who do we, who are the people that we depend on in, in our lives? And I think, you know, for me, I'm, it's probably getting less and less, um, but I still do rely on both my parents. Like, sure. I mean, not necessarily for, Hey, can I borrow 10 bucks? Like I used to in high school, but I mean, it is, I still rely on them. I still call them up. I still bounce ideas off of them. Right. Um, it, you know, it's a different relationship than what it used to look like, right? but it is still where I, I do depend on them. And I do, you know, rely on them to speak not only to who I am, but I also rely on them for like encouragement. And, you know, like one of the things that I really appreciate about my parents and especially my dad is that there's been several times he says, you're doing it right. Like we see how yeah. you're raising your kids yep. and you're doing it right. Yeah. I'm going to think back to the comment. Well, even what I thing I said to you a while ago about, um, 
what was it said? I said, oh, when I said, I like who your children are becoming. Right. Right. Like, I need to hear that from other, like, because sometimes I'm like, I think my kids are jerks. <laughs> you know, like, and it's probably my fault or, you know, or whatever. And it's like, well, to have, have an outside perspective of, you know what, like, it's going to be okay. Um, is, is good. Yes. To hear from your, to hear from your fathers. Um, my dad, <laughs> I just, <laughs> my dad, he thinks he's funny. Um, most dads do. I mean, that's thinks, the yeah, dad joke super thing. thinks he's funny. Well, he'll, he, part of his humor is, is like when he can tell that like, uh, all four of my kids have decided that, uh, they're possessed, uh, by the devil. <laughs> Um, all at one time and I'm like I'm you know we're having one of those moments where like nothing is going right everybody's spilling their milk all at the same time they are fighting and it's all whatever and he'll be like he'll he'll be like he does these things where he's like what's the matter Joel man get it together you know like he'll you know like kind of thing and I'm like oh buddy and uh, but I just remind him that my parenting journey is twice as hard as his. He only had two kids, and I'm and you, four. <laughs> right, uh, and you have a mixture of, of boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. It's I think a I, completely different. I experienced story. one of those uh, with you on the phone the other night when we were chatting about this episode, and Molly, your daughter, was like complete uh, meltdown right, yeah, 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 on yeah. the oh phone. I'm like, Joel, gosh. just go take care of that. We'll we'll oh talk about gosh. this later. <laughs> she just waits. She knows when I'm on the phone, and so I'm gonna go go off the off the rails. Um, so, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about you know we've talked about modeling for our, our sons because you know I think. All sons are going to look, you know, what is manhood? What does this look like? What does dad think? What does dad do? But let's talk about a little bit about our daughters. Cause we, we both have daughters. I've the got daughters. two two living yes. ones and you've got one. So let's talk a little bit about the daughters. Like how can we, how do we de- demonstrate that for them? I mean, yes, they're going to see that we're not superheroes, but they do look up to us that we're still their, their hero, their prince or, you yeah. know, whatever. And, and so how, how do we, how do we do that for for our girls? Well, and again, we talked about this last time some too. You know, I uh, I don't know if I want to model, especially when my when my daughter will one day uh, be looking for a man to marry. Um, I I don't want to model for my daughter a sense of like this real like. I got it all together kind of person. Right. And, um, and, and so it's like, okay, I, I giving some sort of insight into our children about like our own, our own shortcomings or brokenness is important, is important. And by the way, I'm also really, I mean, I'm, I'm fearful for any young man who is, comes to my door to take my daughter out or whatever. Yeah. Shotgun in hand, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I'm a peaceful loving man, Andy. <laughs> right. But I mean, right. But every dad has that, like I'm going to sit I, with the shotgun. That's right. That whole clean my gun while he comes over. Da, da, da. Right. Um, and, and for me, it's like, no, I just, it, I, my expectations will be clear. Then that, right. that's, I think a, f- a fair thing to say, but, um, I'm, I'm just, I want to, I want to show my daughter that number, so there's two things for herself personally and how she views herself and thinks about herself. You know, that, that's a consideration. The other is what she's looking for in, you know, in a husband, in a mate, in a, in a boyfriend, whatever, whatever it is. Well, and, and I mean, I think that, you know, the statistics show that like you end up marrying somebody that's like your parents so like yep. realistically your daughter is going to marry someone that's like you most likely yeah and so 
if you want your daughter to have your daughter's husband to have those relationships where he's not just macho dude, you need to model that for them too. Right. And you know, I, part of me is like, okay, well, like, oh, like the, I, I think I'm thinking about today, man, I had this, this, man, I was holding, I was holding on to Molly today or and I was hugging her and I was like hugging her slash, uh, transporting her from one place to another <laughs> sometimes and, that's the same and we're just yeah. we're walking through the parking lot together it was just her and i and we're walking through the parking lot uh, and you know i just like uh was that like whispered in her and i go you know honey i daddy loves you so much and you know cute little i love you too daddy and whatever and you know i i, I think to myself it's like okay part of it is am i just modeling to her uh, a sense of like, mm, it's okay. It, it's okay for dad to, uh, to show, af- to show affection, to be affectionate and to, um, yeah, talk about, talk about feelings and things like that. Right. So that, that's part of it to be, to do that more regularly. Um, but to be physically close, you know, and, and things like that and, and modeling, modeling those things. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm, the, I don't know, the more and more I go on, it's just like, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, it's just important to ask, like, how do you, how do your kids see you? Like, how are your kids experiencing you on a, on a regular basis? Oh, and I, and I think that, I mean, that, that's hard to ask. You can't just be like, Hey, how do you view me? I mean, I think that that's going to fail right? <laughs> because they're going to say, I love you. Right. Uh, but I think the, one of the things that I've seen that's helped me is having my wife Julie to be like, Hey, like you've been coming down really hard on the kids or you've been treating them well, or, you know, she is my eyes and ears outside of that. Cause she, she can see my relationships, how I'm, how I'm chatting back and forth with them, how I'm treating them. And you know, it, it it's, it, it's been super helpful for me cause she's been able to point out character flaws in me that I need to change. And so sometimes I don't see those things. And so for me, I've been able to rely on my wife to say, Hey, look, like that's not something that you want to pass to your kids or you don't want them to be, you know, viewing you like that. So that may be something you need to change. And I appreciate that about her. Do you like your frustration with your children? Do you think, do you think that frustration is ever actually about them? I don't, I don't think so. And and to be honest, I mean, we'll, this is, I mean, going back a couple episodes when we were talking about Macy and my stillborn daughter, yeah. like, I think a lot of my anger and frustration is stemmed out of that. Like, I mean, yeah. growing, growing up and I've seen that growing up, yeah. I had an anger problem. I kind of took care of that. It kind of worked out really well. I don't get nearly as angry as I, I don't get as physically angry yeah. as I used to. Gotcha. Um, but I kind of had the under wraps and then it kind of surfaced and bubbled up again right. when we had my stillborn daughter. So like, yeah, that's something and I'm trying to get kind of to the root of that and still kind of like praying and asking people right. about that too because i'm trying to figure out what the root cause of that is and yeah. so yeah because yeah. i just I, like oh the thing i'm i get so frustrated with myself about so frustrated about is um like like i i'm pretty sure that i need to be apologizing to my kids a lot more than i am right so this is again you know having this whole like rugged individualist having it all together whatever like uh you know on the other on the other side it's like you know I, when I'm aware that I mess up with them, I need, yeah, I just, I need to tell them. I need to tell them that. Right. I, I think 
it, one of the things that I struggle with is I struggle with over apologizing. Sometimes like I get angry and then and apologize. And I feel like a lot of times I'm over apologizing because <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, like, okay. Dad, no, that thing you did do right. was, yeah. The thing you did though was, was stupid and wrong. Right. I, okay. Maybe I shouldn't have freaked out. About right. It. And so it's really, that's a tough balance for me to be able yeah. to say, okay, like you were wrong and I was wrong. Like yeah. both of us were wrong in this, <laughs> this whole exchange. I shouldn't have treated you like that, but you shouldn't have been doing what you were doing. Like, and so I, I go back with the, like, sometimes I over apologize. And I think that like, that also may not be good. Like I, I just need to, I guess, think about my actions first. So right. I don't do that. But right. And the over apologizing thing, I mean, a lot of that comes from it, it's where you're experiencing guilt and shame from something versus a desire to make, you know, to, to rectify and make things better and, and bring redemption to the whole thing. But like, yeah, the most of, most of the times where I lose it with, with my kids when I when my anger boils over and I don't I like don't like the person that I am in that moment it it's self this is the this is the thing it's seldom about them right and, and I think that's really like my anger with them too is not really about them it's about something else and I haven't completely figured that out yet yeah um yeah. what that is I've been able to kind of sit back and realize that I, I because I've been pointed out from my wife that you know you are getting angry and it's really not about them. Yeah. Like I've been able to see that and it's been able to help me be not so angry. I mean with them, like sit back and be like, okay, like really like me coming home and there being, you know, Legos all over the floor. I'm not mad about that. I'm mad about what happened at work yeah. or whatever. Like you there's something be, different. You will be mad once you step on them. Though. <laughs> that is true. I feel like I, you know, my thing is it's like, I go to sleep and then they get up at night and they sh- they like sand the edges of all their Legos and wait for wait uh, for me to walk through them. Right, a Lego Elf or something that comes through. Oh and my gosh, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst pain. And, and until you've experienced as a parent, you've not really you've not lived the life. Right. But yeah, I I'm <clears throat> yeah I I think we're in this we're in this season right now, Andy, where we have uh, we have so much going on with our kids. There is this desire. You know, i i want to I want to be investing in my kids all the way along the road. I don't want to have these major, you know, ideally these major dips where I'm feeling like disconnected, and then I have to like try to like recalibrate all the time and get back, you know, get back on the horse. Um, but there is this sense in which it's like, okay, i I want, I do really, really, really want my kids to see that dad needs a lot of help, and that dad is pursuing help, and that we don't live life alone. Right. Well, and I, I think that even goes deeper. Like sometimes it, it, this is, may be something that you need to actually like seek counseling for too. Right. And that's something that, that I've talked about or something that I've done something I may right. do in the future. Cause I think that like, it's not, it's not a character flaw. If you have to go to counseling, like right. really it's not like there's a lot of people that do it yep. and it's okay. The flaw is if you are, it, the flaw is in you rejecting that and you, cause I'm just going to say it, like in my counseling practice, Right. How many times when it's a married couple, does wife come in and and husband's not there, which is a whole other episode. But, you know, like I'm like, you can't. And if they've got kids, if they've got kids, it's like, what are you modeling your kids? Oh, that mom, mom's got all the problems or that only mom cares enough or the only mom will be transparent enough to actually. And it's just like, it's like, dudes, come on, come on now. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like 
this is something serious enough like that we took a whole episode on it like it's important for you not to be thinking you can not only do it on your own but that that it's okay like to to model that like you need help we need help like we as people need help from other 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 people yep i am i'm just i'm able i'm able to live with the joy that i have today uh well jesus number one uh number two is those the is a really beautiful men and 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 other women just friends that we have the community of friends that we have that have just surrounded us and and again we're in the like right now as dads we're in the thick of it like our Mm -hmm. our kids still need a lot of attention they're not driving yet which is (laughs) Which will cause cause <laughs> more great, stress, more stress yeah. for different I'm reasons. Getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh man, he's so close. Oh God, bless you. But like I, I just like it's it's tough work. It's beautiful work. It's tough work. But like my goodness, I need I need help. I need right. a lot of help to make that happen. And you know, we we've said like thank goodness for thank goodness for grandparents. <laughs> we don't know what we would do without you. Um, there yeah and then and then even my like i even think like i've even enlisted uh my my grandma carla you know she's with molly one day a week and i'm i'm so grateful for that day too it just takes an absolute i mean we know this it takes a village but really at the end of the day like i just look and i'm like yeah without without this really beautiful like network of support and people coming around me it's like i am not the person that i am today i'm i'm a i'm a fraction of that i'm a shell of a man you know right so I'm uh but I'm glad I really am glad Andy that like we get to be on that journey together with each other and I'm really hoping that as time goes on that we get to uh just call our men to that and invite them to right. it and uh well uh, yeah I would encourage you guys to do that I'm it's something that I'm going to seek out this week I'm going to go ahead and try and find a group of people that I know I have an idea of people I have an idea of people that I want to ask for this people that are a part of my life that I know that can speak into my life that can call me out on things that I trust. And so I'm going to, I'm going to form that, that this week. I'm going to try and get that going, uh, before this next episode of the podcast, I would encourage you guys to do the same. We would love to hear you, what you guys do for this, how you guys show that you don't need to be Superman or Batman or Indiana Jones to your kids. Like you need help. We'd love to hear how you do that. So share that with us via a voicemail, five, seven, four, two, one, three, eight seven zero two five seven four two one three eight seven zero two call us leave us a voicemail share with us how you do this we would love to hear that yeah absolutely and uh guys as always um we uh we appreciate those that you have supported us through uh patreon so uh just a reminder you can get on the support wagon over at dudesanddadspodcast.com slash support uh any dollar amount helps. We have very a very low barrier of entry into our support <laughs> right. system, and and we do give back to our patrons too. Right. So you get behind the scene videos, mentions in the show, things like that, guys. Uh, I would encourage you guys to go out this week and just get that support group if you don't have one. Try to find people, other people that you can go ahead and, and just that can speak into your life. Uh, we're always here for you guys. If we can offer any support, help, uh, anything like that, let us know. Reach out. Well, I guess until next time, everybody, thanks for listening. It's been another great episode. Peace. Grace and peace. Peace.